It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. Uh, 10 minutes after 8 on a Friday. And this morning we're talking advertising. Now, retail chain stores had to apologize this week for an in-store display that a customer had complained about uh, because it was reminiscent of slavery. The display showed black mannequins tied together by their necks and wrists uh, with black ropes. And the customer thought it was an insensitive move by the retailer to display this in their store. Woolworths has since apologized and or has also removed the ropes. And in another separate incident, fashion retailer H&M, which recently opened its stores in South Africa, was caught in a controversy when it justified using only white models to convey positivity. So on the Forum at 8 this morning, we asked, are consumers, uh, do consumers sometimes overreact or are they justified in their responses to certain advertising messages? So I'd love to hear your views on this. You know, think about uh, the ads that you thought have been most memorable. Why did they resonate with you in the, the way in which they did? Also, you know, um, the ads that you have seen, the funniest ones, maybe the most shocking advertising um, elements that you've seen, uh, like that Woolworths one for me was a bit of a shock. Uh, but we're going to speak to our guest this morning, um, uh, Mr. Shoni Makari, who is the CEO of Ambani Reputation Management about that, because there are so many questions that arise. How did this come about? The team sat through, they looked over this, and somehow people decided that this was okay. They saw nothing wrong with it, only to receive this backlash from the public. But um, your views are most important. And, of course, uh, um, Shoni is here to guide us through it all. Thanks for coming through this morning. Uh, thank you, Sakina, for inviting me. Now, Shoni, first off, uh, you say uh, your company, Ambani, is a reputation management company. Yes. So how does that play into the advertising space? Well, basically, we uh, take a helicopter view of an organization or a brand and actually try and advise how the organization should then uh, relate to its stakeholders. And uh, in that process, you actually then look at various interventions. So it could be an advertising ad that uh, that is used to uh, respond to an issue. It could be uh, what we call classic PR to respond to an issue. It could be activations on uh, online through social media, among other things. But I think the main differentiator b- between Ambani and perhaps other people in our space uh, is that we try and come in before the problem escalates into an issue or a crisis and actually try and advise the company that this is how they should be uh, essentially uh, going about their affairs. So you could say it's part business advisory, uh, part, you know, because obviously reputation is a byproduct of something that has been done well, uh, as opposed to try and come in right at the end when you're all over the uh, the news uh, and uh, try and sugarcoat what has happened. Consumers and, you know, uh, stakeholders, they're not stupid. I mean, they've wasn't up to a lot of this uh, stuff that you see. Uh, um, in fact, uh, uh, speaking about the Woolworths uh, uh, issue, um, one of the... Um, uh, people who responded after Woolworths had responded actually said, you know what, we don't buy what uh, the explanation that has been given by, by Woolworths because they felt it was uh, the classic PR response. I mean, I can't say speak for Woolworths because I really don't know what mm-hmm. the real story is. But uh, the, the point I was trying to make is that we are more involved with our clients in terms of helping them understand uh, the dynamics around their industries, the dynamics around you know uh, uh, their business and try and help them uh, relate to those, uh, uh, to those uh, uh, um, uh, uh, customers and stakeholders in a manner that actually helps their 
uh, their reputation, but also doing the business in a manner that actually enhances their reputation. So if you were working with Woolworths, would that advertising campaign have seen the light of day? Well, they're saying in their response that actually it wasn't uh, the, the, the structure wasn't complete. You know, uh, the ropes were going to support some other uh, uh, um, um, uh, addition, uh, you know, to the overall uh, um, uh, uh, whatever uh, they were trying to, to do over there. And um, so, yes, one of the things that we'll do when, if, when we're invited uh, on, on a discussion like that will be to, you know, let's look at the various stakeholders that uh, um, actually are important to you. And how do we feel that they will react uh, to this? But I think most companies today are having to deal with the fact that we have a lot of media clutter. So how do you break through the media clutter? They try and be bold. And in so doing, sometimes, obviously, they try you know, push the envelope and go you know, uh, too far. Uh, way too far. And then, um, you know, and, and, and that's a good example of something that we are dealing with currently. But I've always wondered about stereotypes and advertising because advertisers need to actually you know hone in on something they that they, they, they need to resonate with the consumer in some way or another and more often than not that that seems to be done through stereotyping can you divorce the two well actually i think some what most advertising experts will tell you is that uh, we're trying to teach or reach people at a personal level. So we want our brands to reach people at a personal level and in some way uh, they try and because you're not trying to reach each, you don't do an, in, an ad for each particular individual you try and generalize mm. so that's how you get to the stereotyping uh, I, would, I would assume. And uh, of course you know it's got to reflect the society we live in uh, or tr- some intrinsic uh, insight about you know what we really are at, at some level and uh, that's how Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they get it, uh, get it right. So uh, some of my friends are very offended about the fact that black people are always dancing in adverts, uh, whether it's for food, whether it's for, uh, you know, detergent, whatever the case may be, black people are forever dancing. Well, the, you know, the issue, and I think it's most black-owned agencies will say that, uh, we, that we haven't seen a lot of transformation in the big international ads that are operating in South Africa. So you look at the strategists. They are still people who, don't, who have an, uh, an outside view of how people go up, uh, black people go about living their daily lives. So, you know, they might see us striking and dancing and think that that's, <laughs> we dance to everything. And that may be their interpretation of, uh, uh, you know, how black people deal with issues. And... Uh, Quite frankly, to me, maybe that's what that's at the heart of the problem. That uh, we need to get some more black people as strategists at some of these major uh, advertising agencies who can actually give proper insight on how black people feel, how they relate to various things on a day-to-day basis, instead of trying to, um, you know, stereotype by with, without actually delving into mm. uh, um, uh, the essence of why we do the thing, things we do from time to time. And it's not peculiar to black people, of course, you know, um, uh, when you think about colored people and how they are portrayed in advertisements, uh, inevitably there's this weird accent. And not all colored people speak like that. Indeed. But, you know, when you're using that and but in a context of a humor, a humorous ad, then it might work. You know, because then, you know, you're not really offending people. Well, we'll hope you're not offend, offending, you know, a lot of people uh, because it will be, would have been presented as a humorous ad. Um, but uh, you know, one still has to be careful there. Um, in fact, there's uh, another school of thought that actually says, uh, you know what, advertising has lost its uh, value as a marketing tool. It's become a, a form of art. 
uh, and as a result, as a form of art, art is intended to provoke and intrigue. So whatever emotion actually is invoked is appropriate because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to create a debate around an issue. Um, if you're trying to get uh, awareness using advertising that is provocative, then you do, you, you know, you're doing your job uh, uh, you know, accordingly. But if you're trying to make an argument, you're trying to persuade people to think in a particular way, and you use a provocative ad, you might actually be losing the, the plot altogether. That's very interesting. Uh, so let's hear from our listeners as well what their views are on advertising. Um, and we're talking broadly you know, about advertising. What is it about it that resonates with you? What doesn't? What are you offended by? Do you think that we are too easily offended by some of these adverts? Um, or are we justified you know, in being... Um, appalled by some of what we see uh, but then also just listening to what uh, Shawnee is saying um, it's now uh, seen as art uh, and uh, art that is meant to provoke and uh, do you agree with that sentiment uh, does this actually hit the mark for you give us a shout and tell us what your views are 891 SMS us on the number 34701 uh, tweet or Facebook AM live on SAFM uh, Shawnee let me just ask you have you seen any really ineffective ads of late? Well, the general thinking is that uh, actually shock and awe simply doesn't work. Um, yes, you might get, as I was saying earlier, you can get people to remember, but they won't necessarily uh, they remember the ad, they'll remember the negative aspect of the shock and awe. So if you're saying, let's use a campaign, uh, for instance, where you're trying to create awareness around, uh, I don't know, let's say it's uh, Arrive Alive. And you, you, you portray uh, um, what's examples of, I don't know, uh, dead people and uh, with their bodies strewn across the road and so on. People might end up just remembering uh, the bodies and, or be offended or uh, um, disgusted by it and actually completely forget what the campaign was all about. Mm. So that has a tendency of happening. In fact, um, uh, on my way here, I was listening to um, uh, a poll that was done about another ad uh, where they actually found that 60% of the responses said, Actually, because the ad was so um, provo- uh, provocative, as they didn't believe that uh, were actually effective, so that is the that is the general view that um, um, to if you want to provoke, yes, you'll be remembered, yes, you'll be known, but for what? <laughs> Indeed, and some interesting messages coming through. Neil Potwana says, a "Statement is clear and true. Black people are fashion slaves." And I thought at first glance uh, this was good ad, uh, but of course it turned out to be controversial. Uh, speaking about the Woolworths ad, King Damane says also on Woolworths that uh, I don't want to comment much on that one. I'm still trying to see what was offending about this one. So it's clear that while some people may have been offended by it, not everyone is offended by it. Some people were seeing something else in it. Golani says Palmolive always uses a white woman and Omo, Omo always uses a black woman for hand washing but white women when they do machine advertising machine washing powder advertising so those some of the comments already coming through let's speak to Aubrey in Port Elizabeth good morning hello hello yes Aubrey yes uh, I'm also get offended by some of these adverts like the one where they use one of our blacks as an as an as an where one uh, Who's got a flu? They will use uh, a bad lemon. <laughs> I to, know it's right here. To discredit it, our sangomas. And it's these white people. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you so much, Aubrey. And I'm sorry, but, you know, I just remembered the ad. <laughs> I'm listening to what Aubrey is saying and what the ad portrays. And, yeah. Joe in Northern Cape, good morning. 
Hi, morning. How's it? Good, and you, Joe? I'm lekker. Listen, uh, uh, this ad uh, uh, thing is quite interesting, but one that 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 uh, touches me emotional. It's the uh, uh, MTN one, the one where a young boy uh, wants to communicate with somebody in space. Can you see that ad? Where he says that you need a big antenna, then this boy go to and fro and putting a big antenna until he can communicate uh, with somebody in space. Have you watched it on television? I haven't seen it. I must admit, I haven't seen it's it. A, it's a lovely ad. It it touches me so much emotionally, you know. That that that, and then his sister is behind. She's carrying a tray with tea and coffee. And when he finally gets through to somebody in space, a Japanese uh, astronaut, and uh, the, 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 the tray just fell out of her hand. And, you know, it, 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 the interpretation of that, that this, you know, persistency, if you want to achieve something, being a young person. And, 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 and they are using a, a young black, uh, you know, person. You know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful ad. I, I wish you could watch it. I'll definitely t- uh, look out for it, Joe, most definitely. Thank you so much. And um, I asked, you know, what are your favorite ads? You know, tell me, uh, which ones do you really enjoy? Which ones really resonate with you? And, and, and for me, there are two. Um, the one is, I think it's my way. And it, incidentally, both are ad, um, insurance company advertisements. The my way one, um, the animated one where this little woman is driving with the car and she has an accident. And when she has to explain about the tree and how she drove into the tree and she says, well, it just jumped out at me, you know, like I just love that ad because you hear that so often, like this person just jumped out in front of me. You don't know where they came from. I like that one. And I like the other one. Um, I think it's dialed direct, if I'm not mistaken. The one about the little boy uh, who tries to save his mother time. Uh, where he goes and he marks it and he says, you know, I've washed the dishes so many minutes and I've uh, taken out, um, you know, the garbage so many minutes so that his mom can go to his concert. That for me has been my best advertisement in many years. So those are mine. Tell us what yours are or what your issues are with these advertisements. Salim in KZN, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. See, Woolworths the big company. They are strong brand. They know what they're doing. You see this advert they put in, look at the mileage they're getting, free advertising mileage in your show. They know what they're doing and they do it to get mileage. It, that's how they do business. They, this is an ex, you know, excellent business idea to put this advert and let people talk about it so they can remember the brand, they can remember the store. I think they are too smart. And they did it and getting mileage out of it. So it's just a good, good way of getting the mileage. So they are, very, they are business smart. Okay, Salim, thanks for that. Uh, Kareem in Durban? Sakina, how are you? Good morning. Morning, Kareem. How are you today? Good, thanks. And you? Sakina, let me tell you something. You know, I think that people of various race groups, or whatever you may call them, everybody has a different dimension to what they see. But my biggest grouse about advertising is there's nothing wrong with advertising in the, in the newspaper or like what Rulos has done. The only thing that I object very, very grossly is the younger generation, where people put ads, seductive, seductive ads uh, on newspaper or on whatever, the young kids are watching that. That is bad. That is, when, you, when, when you advertise to destroy morality and decency, then I'm saying no, no, no. But if you advertise and everybody gets a racial connotation or begins to take it personal, 
that's very wrong because everybody has a different reaction to certain ads, certain movies, certain uh, material that you see. But at the end of the day, if somebody, if ever business people target to advertise their products and destroy morality and goodness of young, young kids watching that kind of rubbish, I'm no no for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Kareem. Let's go to Cape Town. Eddie, good morning. Okay, how are you? Well, and you, Eddie? I'm good. Actually, I like the that other advert that you just spoke about, about the boy saving time, you know? Mm. Um, but for me, Sakina, there the, um, um, um a few things that I want to say quickly. Um, um, the first one is a question to your guest there. Um, um, companies like your insurance, for example, have got good adverts, but when you get to their product, it, it falls short of exactly all these packages that they're talking about. So I want him to talk about that in terms of is advertising just meant to, to, to woo people to come to a certain place and look at things, and it doesn't have to, the product doesn't have to meet that expectation mm. that the advert is. So that's my first question. My second one is just the, um, the sensitivity in South Africa. I think, um, as he is saying, your, your guest, the, um, advertising is not transformed as such. You know, Sakina, I was working for one company and they were advertising something to their staff and, there's a book, I haven't read that book, apparently there's a book that says what white people want or something like that. And they sent us this thing and we were supposed to go to these shops and sample those things. And I'm thinking the majority of their employees are black, but they punting this thing as what white people want. And when people objected and, and sent emails to the communications manager, they were shut down and they were called... Um, insensitive, they, 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 they don't see humor, and, and, and I thought apparently the book is racist itself, but then it's being put into the mainstream to advertise to us. So I think um, we, we really need to have, uh, to be sensitive, but I think from where we come from as a country, um, there is a line maybe where we can draw a line and say, you know what, this is going too far. And then it speaks to the teams, as you were saying, that have to, to, to brainstorm and package the program and then, and then send it to the public. I'm sure they should have seen it and said, um, no, this can't pass. But uh, We lost you, Eddie, there, but we got it. And uh, let's go to Klerstov. Tolani, good morning. Molo <laughs> Tolani. I love that one. You know, that telecom advert actually catches South Africa. But the issue was like sometimes when you look at other, it says, Hakosa people, when they got the cell phone, they just see, you know, when you are looking, you told me someone else, you want to, that person, you know, to see you or you, you know, you scream in such a way that <laughs> you forget that you got the phone that you can just talk to it, you know, nicely. Because the other guy was on the other side of the village, on this other side, yet he comes out and, and he screams to that person, you understand? And the other, the other adverts, you know, the adverts of KFC, you know, I don't find them really because it's like most people who use KFC are poor people and yet they always use celebrities. When you, you hear about this, they would always talk about buffet. And KFC doesn't have buffet. <laughs> you know, really, if you call Sakina somewhere in other magazine, they will tell you, you know what, we had this buffet, all those things. Why didn't have street guys to all those things? You know? <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe they can use me, Kolani. You know, because I, I buy, you know, I buy KFC, you know. I'm sorry. The last one, Sakina. 
<laughs> yes, like Tolani. The last one is Nando's. You know, Nando's, you know, it's always about politician. You know, Nando's is... I don't know why they didn't say, don't buy, don't buy Nando's, don't buy, you know. <laughs> because now they just take it our president, what comes first? It's a hot chili water, not president, not the country. You know, Nando's, you know, and I haven't heard ANC coming out say, no, don't buy Nando's, you know. Because they know that, Nando's knows that ANC, when they have meetings, they buy in bulk in Nando's. <laughs> That's a reality. Look at that. I, I don't know that reality. Thank no, you. No, I'm <laughs> telling you. you know, it's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. Favorite time of the morning on AM Live. We're talking advertising on the forum at 8 this morning. Come on, tell us, uh, what are your favorite ads? Which are the ones that really, really grab your goat? And uh, people talking about the, the ones that annoy them. Um, most memorable, which are those? And um, we're speaking to uh, Shoni Makari this morning. He is the CEO of Ambani Reputation Management. And let me just run through a few uh, messages before I get you to respond to the calls that we took, uh, Shoni. Uh, Major General Elias Chinemo says, uh, the Woolworths uh, ad portrays black people as slaves they never loved us because that display was completely rubbish and must be treated as such samora says the ad uh, we need to see again from the 80s is one where the whole stadium is singing the wilson song yeah that extra strong i remember that one hugan tamba says uh, we don't overreact as consumers we exchange our hard-earned cash for goods and surely uh, that warrants some form of respect and then um elitist power says I think the Savannah ad is an insult to black people. It's dark in here. Are we that stupid? Now, see, I found that ad hilarious. <laughs> but that's just me. Kumani says, um, what's this thing of uh, telcom and uh, pick and pay using toddlers? Crazy. I will call it. Uh, I'll call you. Get unlimited airtime, all of that. Um, but uh, on children as well, there's another one here uh, from uh, David Hugh who says he, in fact, loves the one. Uh, with the children, the telecom ad with the children. And then um, uh, let me start with the one from Jonah. Jonah T says, um, all KFC adverts are done by black people. I've never seen a white person at KFC though. Do they even eat KFC? And Buzwebake responds and he says, uh, yes, white people do eat it. They eat it a lot, in fact. I know from Brackenfell in Cape Town uh, when I used to reside there. And then um, uh, Advocate Kumala says, I love the chicken licken. Uh, you need inner peace in your soul. Um, now, you see, for me, that one is a total turnoff. Uh, you will never, and it, uh, you know, resonates like, uh, no, I can't handle that ad. And then on uh, this one says, um, old black men are always wearing hats in these ads. Um, that's from Ugo Monks. Why are old black men always wearing hats? And this one from um, Bemamzu says, uh, the doom advert with the lady and the soccer players, the jackhammer drills trying to kill their ants, quite annoying, and I concur. Shoni? Uh, just to respond to some of the calls uh, earlier, um, one of the callers was uh, uh, worried that um, um, advertising is essentially misleading these days because there is no congruence between what you're promised and what you get when you eventually go to, uh, you know, either purchase the product or to the service provider. And indeed, this is one of the reasons I would say 
uh, why in some most developed markets um, people use different type of interventions to try and introduce a new product or talk about the the, the, the attributes of the product that, or service that they want uh, people to pay attention to. And because, uh, you know, when you do an ad, you're basically saying, you know, we are all great and wonderful. When you say, uh, for instance, you do PR, where ideally you're trying to get the media and other independent uh, third parties to comment on your product or service, you know, those people carry a bit more credibility. And hence, uh, uh, um, I mentioned earlier that uh, there seems to be a declining uh, uh, impact uh, from advertising, at least the desired impact. I mean, yes, you you know we'll get to talk about it a lot, uh, uh, like we're talking about other uh, advertisements like Woolies and uh, and so on. But are we talking about the actual product? Nobody has actually mentioned the gene that was being advertised. We're talking mm-hmm. about slavery. We're talking about all the other things. Yeah. And yes, we're talking about the brand. But are we to- what in what light are we talking about the brand in, in a, a good light, light, in a positive light? Not necessarily. Because it may be free mileage, but it it could backfire in the ways that you've just mentioned. But also, you know, um, some people are a bit more conscious in their consumption. And as such, you know, there are, in fact, those people who will stop buying yes, or indeed. stop going to a certain store because of something. Absolutely. In fact, in South Africa, I think we're, grow- we're seeing a growing level of consumer activism. Where, you know, thank goodness to Twitter, Facebook and other social media platforms where, you know, word of mouth is now on steroids. So you're able to reach so many people about a brand or service or bad service uh, or whatever the case might be. So it's very important for, for brands and companies to be careful how they do these shock and awe ads or things that they might do to try and, uh, and get uh, attention without necessarily worrying about what the uh, long term impact will be on the reputation of the brand. Mm, the issue of morality. Well, for start, I would like to say that we do have the Advertising Standards Authority where obviously people are, uh, are welcome to, you know, uh, complain about ads and then they will sit and review and decide whether that was a, an appropriate ad or is it offensive and, and so on. But um, I think uh, it's very important that uh, people understand, uh, uh, um, well, I'm talking about the, in, the advertising industry here, that, you know, we... We are a society that is in uh, healing. Uh, we are a multicultural society. And it's also very, you know, uh, so you have to walk a very tight um, uh, uh, line to be able to make sure that you don't offend. And, uh, you know, because, again, the question will be asked, whose morality are we talking about? Mm. You know, people come from very different backgrounds. Something that somebody might find offensive or immoral might mean no, never mind to the next person. Um, so, you know, it's something, one of those things that, uh, you know, again, I go back to the uh, teams that uh, collate insights within uh, advertising ad, uh, agencies that they need to do their research very, very well to make sure that, you know, uh, they're not going out there and um, think that they're, you know, um, entertaining or uh, providing a very humorous uh, approach to, uh, uh, lighthearted approach to the, how people, you know, look at their, uh, their products or the service or the brand. Meanwhile, they're actually, you know, creating a long term damage to, to, to the brand or the organization. Mm. And um, I see Prof Tonic uh, Manchidi says, the best ad is by uh, at One Life Direct. And I guess I said Dial Direct. It's actually at One Life Direct. It's the same one I was talking about. The young boy coming from school found out that his mom uh, is no longer at li- uh, uh, where he's trying to save, you know, mm-hmm. um, all of that. So absolutely. I, I, I also think that ad is absolutely stunning. One of the callers, if you don't mind, like, uh, the the... <clears throat> The issue about using celebrity, for instance, um, why do we use celebrities in advertisements? Of course, again, it's trying to deal with the issue of declining credibility in ad- advertisements. And um, uh, I know that when uh, uh, Sandra, for instance, used a lot of people like, uh, um, 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 what's her name, Mbao? Uh, Kanye. Kanye Mbao. 
Um, a lot of people said, well, actually, you know, what's she got to do with this? Because uh, I don't look at Kanyimbao as somebody to, um, and I don't mean myself personally, I just mean some of the commentary that was coming mm. through. I don't look at it as somebody who uh, um, carries credibility in that space. So quite frankly, when you use celebrities, if you're trying to gain credibility, make sure you're using the right people who have authority or are respected in that. Analogous brand to your own. Um, uh, This one here from um, Dumisani, it says, Colgate ads show clean teeth, Omo bright clothes, but you never see drunkards misbehaving on alcohol ads. It's always black champions. Right, that's a... That's, yeah. a, that's a difficult one. But uh, um, also, um, and this is where maybe we're beginning to see a bit of transformation. And it relates to also to that ad about a young boy trying to reach someone in space. We need to realize that we live in a uh, society that is transforming. Black people are no longer living the kind of lifestyle that they lived, say, 20, 30 years ago, mainly because their financial and material circumstances have changed. And we need to be able to uh, demonstrate that, I think, in, in, in our advertising, uh, advertising uh, mm-hmm. as well. But again, you know, my... Uh, um, a big problem is the fact that because there is not much transformation within the uh, ad companies, uh, people have not moved along with the times and they're still stuck with the, uh, uh, the, the, the boy with the teaspoon uh, for, for a... Um... Oh, yes, that boy with the teaspoon, he got a mention here. Someone says, I hate the sunlight ad when the kid goes to borrow a teaspoon of detergent and then had to share it with another neighbor playing on black people's poverty there. Absolutely. And we're not saying that uh, uh, all black people are doing very well all of a sudden. Yes, we have seen an increase in the number of black people who have entered the middle class, so to speak. Uh, But um, yes, can we have a balance, you know, in terms of reflecting how black people live? And I think only when black people themselves are telling their own stories, essentially using (laughs) advertisements, will we see some level of balance in terms of how our lifestyles are portrayed. Indeed. um, This one from Kitty99 says, clientele ads always portray men who die first because in all of them, there's a widow with children mourning. Let's go back to the lines. 0891-104-208. Joseph in Cape Town, good morning. Hi, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you, Joseph? Very good, thank you. Um, Sakina, I just wanted to say that I was very excited when I heard that you're going to be talking about um, adverts and, and how they, how, how we interpret the people. However, I was a little bit disappointed with the approach of the discussion today. The reason why I'm disappointed is that the, 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 the advertising campaign which sparked this whole debate, the Woolworths one, was speaking specifically about race. And the fact that the, when we discuss about this issue today, we're generalizing it as, as we're just talking about ad, adverts in general not just the one um, particularly um, about how they portray black people. But that's it exactly the point. We were not s- focusing specifically mm-hmm. on that. We and, and, and I think I did indicate at the onset that we're talking about mm-hmm. advertising broadly. Yes, uh, which I think for me is a problem, is that whenever, whenever there is a, a, a race issue, we always try to find a way not to talk about the race issue. We always try to generalize it as... as, as as part of a broader, um, if, if, if you want to call, um, um, you know, society, instead of um, saying that there is a problem, there is a race problem, let's talk about it, let's address it. But we always try to find ways not to address it and just say, no, no, it's, it's just, just one of the other things that we need to be talking about, which I think for me is incorrect. Let me put it to you this way, Joseph. Let me put it to you this way. We spoke about what the views are about the Woolworths ad 
uh, Shawnee spoke about, you know, even the fact that it was said that this was meant to be, you know, part of um, some something else. It was incomplete. So, and, 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 and I even read a few tweets of people who were not offended, who did not see it as racist. And hence, um, uh, Shawnee was talking about the fact that advertising is a form of art and it's open to interpretation. And whilst you may see it as racist, not everybody does. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I do take your point, Sakina. However, I think, as I said, that um, you know, the fact that we're having this debate, which was sparked by that particular um, advertising campaign, and it raised particular issues in terms of race. So the fact that we, we, we're trying to clamp it as part of the broader advertising um, um, debate... But it would be unfair, comes. because if we wanted to speak about Woolworths, we would have isolated Woolworths and say, let's talk about that. I didn't just talk about yeah. Woolworths. I spoke about H&M. We spoke about other advertising um, campaigns as well. And, and uh, you know, people were talking about KFC and what they do. There's the Nando's issue, the, 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 the telecom. You know, all of these things. And as you can hear, people are raising various issues. So we didn't... Yeah. Our approach this morning was not to isolate Woolworths and talk about Woolworths. Um, um, and maybe that's yeah. what you expected us to do. No, for me, as I said, it's not necessarily about, about Woolworths specifically. It's about just general, um, how, how advertising and media in general deal with, with black issues and race issues. I was hoping that that's what we're going to be discussing in terms of how... how, how we have touched on it, but what is it that you didn't hear that you want to hear? What specifically do you want to address? Okay. What I was hoping to, to, to you know that we'll talk about today, it, as I said, broadly about about how how race is portrayed in media and in other in advertising, using the H H F M H and M, and also Woolworths um, as, as an example, but not just to talk about um, just in general, um, you know, advertising in general. For, for, for me, I think we, we still, so. You want to talk about racism about in advertising? Uh, precisely, I think. I would so, just put it out there, Joseph. Talk to us about racism in advertising as an angle that you want to raise. But I think it's unfair to then nullify everything around advertising, especially given that that was not the angle that we chose for the discussion. But I do take your point that that, that is a part of it, and we can discuss that. Um, is there anything specific you would like to highlight around that? Um, no, I think I think as I said, for me, uh, my call was just specifically about the approach of the show itself today. You know what I mean? Not about the particular incident, but to say that the approach for me is subsumed because we don't want to talk about 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 what sparked this debate. No, 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 we no, no. I, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong, Joseph, because I think you are mm-hmm. assuming we wanted to have a discussion about stereotypes in advertising. Not about racism per se, and 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 racism yeah. obviously does also feed into stereotypes. Uh, but uh, yes, I take your point, and I'll get Shoni to respond to that. Uh, but uh, thanks for raising that, Joseph, in Cape Town. Tabiso in Pulukwane. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. And how are you? Well, and you? Well, well, Sakina. I think two things. One is that uh, I agree with your guest. Uh, the evolution of internet in the uh, in, in, in globally. It, to a large extent, have been able to assist us uh, as citizens to voice our opinion, particularly on many things that we do not agree with, which are the ones that we do not agree with. I mean, previously it would be very difficult, even if you are not comfortable with a particular scenario or an ad, to uh, uh, to voice your opinion either for or against, because you either have to do a radio calling, perhaps, you know, uh, or write a letter, and that letter goes to that particular company, and perhaps to the advertising standards authority. So those are those were the only remaining options. But now, 
citizens are allowed to voice their opinions in terms of the uh, uh, various ads that are there. But I think one of the ads that always come to my mind, you still remember the ad about the, about the guy called James, the dreadlock guy called James, who's always lost. Uh, in yeah, a I remember James. But he ended up, but he ended up, he ended up making friendship. And in one, in one or the other, he did not portray a black person as being lost, but he portrayed us as as being it portrayed the beer at that time as someone who can just arrive at, a, at an, any place and start, you know, making friendship because they were saying that the beer at that time would uh, create friendship. And that is that 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 is. It, I mean, I remember very well that each and every guy who had dreadlocks, the way in which advertising would influence us and how we talk. Each and every guy who had dreadlocks would even would even rename that particular person James. When you see a guy with dreadlocks, so we think it's James. Just because of that particular ad. And I think and one of the last ads that I remember now is there is an ad about yeah, there is an ad of KFC, the one of Umzinwing Tree. You know, that ad, you know, I've seen a number of comments from a number of individuals, particularly in the social media, you know, how excited they were. I think they were remembering the, you know, insinuating season, how people would follow that particular comedy mm. and how would you used to enjoy it. And I think in one of that, I even I've seen even people saying, bring back insinuating season, just because of an ad. And in one or the other, I mean, it, for, for, for that particular company, they have reached the audience that they wanted to Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Tubby. So, uh, Peter in Grahamstown. Sakina, thank you. Um, look, uh, an advert to me must stick in your mind and it must amuse. Uh, like, for instance, the Cremora and the Castle ad, and also the Give the Man a Bells. Now, I must actually thank SAFM because it was through media at SAFM that the Castle ad was dropped. I, I found and complained about the, raci- the, the racial undertones, and they immediately dropped the ad. I'm referring to the one, uh, the castle light, where the black guy came in to buy and he laughed like anything at this little wimpish uh, chap behind the counter. I'm not sure if he was a barman. And then the next, the following ad was also a racist ad. And the chap who was singing uh, was mediocre and the stage flipped over and there was no applause to him. And then when the black guy came on, there was a big applause and the, the whole thing was basically, as far as I'm concerned, uh, anti-white and racist. And they, and after I spoke, I said, look, I'd much rather buy a Namibian beer anyway. It's more healthy. And uh, they dropped the advert immediately. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Peter and Grahamstown. And we'll come back and respond to those after this. I am Zionga Lavandu, Public Works Director General. I hereby warn the public about a wave of scams by fraudsters using fake DPW documents on unsuspecting suppliers. Many companies have lost millions of rents worth of goods such as computers, construction equipment and cell phones. These criminals call unsuspecting suppliers claiming that they have been awarded a tender to supply goods to DPW only to take the goods and disappear. We only deal with suppliers on our database. To verify any orders from the department, call 012-406-1463 or 012-406-2046 or 1439. Remember, DPW has declared zero tolerance on fraud and corruption. And Merritt's going to have to be strong and here comes Karani James. The two of them chasing down Bambika, the South African in the front. It's going to be gold for South Africa. When you become the best, you lead the way. Join us for the 10th Annual SA Sport Awards as we celebrate the best of South African sport. It's a night for the big dogs. SABC Sport is the official host broadcaster of the 10th Annual SA Sport Awards, live on SABC One.
The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. We're talking advertising this morning with uh, Shawnee Makari, who is the CEO of Ambani Reputation Management. Shawnee, let's just respond to uh, the issues that were raised. Um, Joseph and um, also Peter at the end there, both talking about racism. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it'll be um, disingenuous for us to think that uh, there is no racism uh, in South Africa all of a sudden because we had uh, uh, 1994, we have a constitution and whatnot. Uh, but uh, also I think it's a little, t- sometimes we tend to uh, gravitate towards racism as the uh, reason or the cause beyond all other uh, other things. What I will acknowledge, and I have been doing so since the beginning of the show, is that uh, the transformation, the rate of transformation within the advertising industry is very, very slow. And as a result of that, it's coming across in terms of the type of personalities we see and the, how they project or portray certain products on certain services. Um, and uh, to me, and how they go about uh, portraying lifestyles of certain, certain population groups in the country. That tells you who's behind the set uh, creating those ads because they don't have the kind of insights that uh, the person who comes from that community would be able to have in order to portray those uh, 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 circumstances uh, appropriately. Um, so, yeah, um, we still have an issue there. Uh, transformation needs to happen. It needs to happen uh, you know, at, at a number of levels within the, within the industry. Uh, but um, I'm not sure how you feel, uh, Sakina, in terms of uh, people deciding how your, the structure of your show should be like. like somebody seemed to have suggested that uh, we're asking the wrong question. Uh, I think the, what should have happened really is that, uh, um, yes, we, we touched on racism, but that wasn't the main issue of discussion today, as I understand it. Um, perhaps you should have suggested that we then have a much more in-depth issue about racism in advertising or racism in South Africa in general. Because racism in advertising, that there is quite something to be had there. Yes. And, 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 and like the stereotyping, um, you know, yeah, I think there are various uh, race groups that could tell you various stories about adverts that Indeed. they feel um, you know, are actually racist. So, uh, but just looking at um, some of the messages coming through, let me run through the SMS line. Uh, this one from Lungisani in Kokstad says, uh, the burger adverts are the worst. They are always big on TV and when you buy them, they are tiny. And um, this one says, SK the triplets uh, who are still enjoying the chocolate while uh, in the womb. Yeah, that's that's a special one. Mariana and PE says, the Oreo cookie ad, uh, it wins Every time um, it would have been just as good if it was a white dad and a daughter. Something about dads and, you know, their children that always works. Monday says, uh, well, SK, the latest Vodacom ad does it for me. Which one is that? Which is the latest Vodacom one? I'm uh, trying to run through my mind. Maybe someone will remind us what it is. Um, This one, I personally hate the Brothers for Life ad, which called circumcision an upgrade. That ad is misleading in so many ways. Uh, It's so much better, or at least so they say. And then Kayan Bloom says the new Vodacom ad where the pastor is late for the wedding. Okay, so there we're getting some clarity where he's late for the wedding. And this one says, people who complain about Woolworths um, and were not Woolies customers, nor were they speaking on behalf of Woolies, um, we should more, perhaps focus more on what the real customers have to say. It's all uh, political, um, extremely so. And then um, a few others as well. Uh, JP in Durban says, most black ads are false, trying to uh, perceive that they are whites, making fools of themselves that element coming through again. Uh, People who complain about Woolworths 
uh, are not Woolies customers, says that one. This one says uh, the clear body lotion targets black people and then has a white person on the packaging. (laughs) 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 Okay, I must have a look at that. And um, this one says, why are most TV ads in English while the majority of South Africans actually speak African languages? What's your response to that, Sean? Well, you need to understand we have 11 uh, 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 you know, official languages. Um, it, it will be a very costly exercise. So I think what it, it's really a, it's a cost uh, issue rather than a, um, uh, you know, trying to portray one language as being better than the other. Um, um, and yes, in some instances, if, depending on what one of the uh, um, SMSs coming through uh, touched on, you know, you, you don't advertise to everybody. You have to have a target audience. So if I wanted to target uh, vendor-speaking people, I will obviously translate that into, uh, into the vendor language and uh, the same for the Cipedi and so on and so on. But if I want, I think the product appeals to people across the, uh, um, the various uh, population groups, it might make better sense, uh, financial sense mm-hmm. at least, to just uh, have an, an, an English ad. KB uh, agrees with Mariana about the Oreo ad, um, loves that one, and um, uh, goes on to say, um, uh, while we have many absent dads, it's also good to see an ad about a minority, a black father and his daughter. And then um, uh, this one, unsigned, says, using teenage girls to walk around in their underwear to advertise liquid fruit is degrading and unnecessary. I agree with that one. I always wondered, you know, why isn't she wearing any clothes? Okay. But anyway, um, this one says, I saw a picture of those uh, mannequins. They gray. Okay. Uh, ben in uh, Jeffrey's Bay says, uh, very seldom you see white face on TV ads. And if they use them, they are made fools of. Khabo uh, Maitisa says, any good project management, including advertising, requires stakeholders' identification, their needs, analysis, and then management thereof. Uh, Brian Kumala and Peter Maritzburg says, who should take the fall during a bad advert uh, um, between the marketing manager and the advertising agent? Ken says, dentists are there uh, to make money and fill cavities. How can I trust toothpaste that dentists recommend? And also, if it's visible, clear, and understandable as consumers we will always react either way um right. so um yeah just a quick one very um, quickly in terms of who should take responsibility when a, a bad goes an ad goes bad well in my view the the marketing manager he or she is the brand custodian uh the the advertising agency takes a brief from uh, uh, the company and then they go and try and reflect or rather respond to that brief as much as possible so definitely the, ma- the manager should take the uh, the hit for it well, uh, Shoni, that's where we have to leave it this morning. Unfortunately, we're out of time. But we've noted, you know, what our listeners have said. And as you've heard, some white people feel there's racism in advertising. Black people feel there's racism in advertising. So maybe that's a topic that we could discuss at a later stage. But thanks for coming through all the same. Uh, Shoni Makari, CEO of Ambani Reputation Management. And thanks to you for sharing your um, wonderful um, moments, you know, the ads you like and dislike. And I've retweeted those and we'll also try and storyify them. And you have yourselves a fantastic weekend. Back with you bright and early on Monday morning between 6 and 9. And right now it's 9 o'clock and time for the news with Kumbuzile Tabete.